This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt, and David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Now, today's episode is a continuation of snippets that we're taking from SOM International's Global Ambassador Leadership Training. And I would encourage you, as a listener, if you haven't gone through the Global Ambassador Leadership Training, this is a great tool that SOM International is offering to those who really want to understand more about leadership inside the church, and specifically leadership in the church at risk. Now, uh, David, today we're going to talk about the law. Now, tell me a little bit about what you use the law for. In this age of the New Testament, the age of grace, what use is the law? Yeah, no, this is deep today. We can, we're going in deep today because the law is, there's a lot to the law. I mean, you know, the uh, three quarters, nearly three quarters of the Bible, of course, uh, is what even sometimes is just referred to the Torah. Technically, it's just the first five books. But uh, the Old Testament law uh, is the foundation for the Christian air, grace, and church. And, and ultimately, uh, we see Christ as the ultimate leader because this is our podcast on leadership and global leadership. And so okay. we really want to dive into um, looking at what, how Christ used the law and why that's a important part for us leaders to understand the law in their place. So I titled today, Mark, is When Leaders Leverage the Law. And, and leverage the yeah, law. Yeah, leverage right. the law. So hopefully that's for a good thing, you know, and not for bad because the right. law could be pretty brutal if not used and welded well. You know? <laughs> there, there's a lot of things in the law that are, yeah. like you said, they're pretty brutal. Yeah, they are. And who enjoys when you get pulled over by the police officer and you know you were speeding? That is when the law brings a brutal beating, you know, and, and reminds us that there are laws out there. So um, we want to look at, of course, the spiritual law and, and the law of, of relationships that we're always about and globally. And uh, so to start us out this week, uh, Mark, I wanted to point towards Sadu, who uh, directs the work in Northwest Africa, okay. a Muslim background believer. Right. And we've shared parts of his testimony before, but I just wanted to highlight the part of his testimony um, as the first, literally to remind people, he was the first Muslim from his tribe for his clan of his grandfather, uh, who actually was the chief who brought Islam to Northwest Africa to ever come to Christ. He had come to faith in any history we know of. And so this is a major deal of him coming to Christ. Well, as he shares his testimony over a five-year period, he read the Bible um, five times, read it all the way through. And um, and what he said started happening, because he was looking for the mistakes of the Bible, but he started getting convicted of his own sin. Wow. And uh, yeah, and, and how he, all the, the wrong things he had done, and specifically a things, a few things jumped out at him. Is he saw in you know even and this there's a few similarities with the Quran. He saw how um, in the Quran it talks about and and the Bible about Satan, and that Satan he found out was a, a, a an angel before God and perfect, and then um, Satan disobeyed God by coming against him one time, and then he he and all the angels are cast out. And so he immediately thought in his mind, he said, now, if Satan, who was an angel, mighty before God gets kicked out of heaven for one sin, one failure, what chance do I have of getting into heaven? Yeah, it's not too good. No, no, it's, that's an ugly picture. And, and that was the conviction of the law. And, th and it went on because then he noticed that um, Adam and Eve only sinned once. 
that for one mm. uh, unrighteous act of unfaithfulness to God, they're kicked out of the garden. And so again, he's in his mind thinking about all the things he's done in his life, against you know his parents and just his thoughts, his actions, and he's realizing there is no way I'm going to get into heaven with my many sins if Adam and Eve got kicked out for their one sin. And so here, so it was ultimately the tool of God's law that convicted Sadu in the need of grace, atonement of Christ. Yeah. So if one sin, it was enough to kick Adam and Eve out of the garden or to throw Satan, Lucifer out of heaven, then, well, I mean, there's a bunch of laws. I mean, uh, how, how many laws do you think are in the Old Testament? Well, it depends on who's counting. <laughs> but, <laughs> but people uh, pretty much, uh, there's some people put it around 630-ish to just a little over 700. Uh, it depends on which, you know, how, which laws you're counting, who's counting kind of thing. Uh, but over 600. We can, everybody agrees it's over 600. Yeah, so it's it's a, an incredible number and uh, uh, pretty much impossible to follow all of those laws. And I think that was the point, wasn't it? Yeah, well, okay, so God is, of course, is setting up his perfection. I mean, Matthew says, be perfect mm-hmm. as your Father in heaven is perfect. And by default, uh, obviously, Mark, if you, you know me enough to know that, you know, I, I try to be a pretty righteous guy, and I, I have good faith in Christ, but, you know, I'm going to have my moments. I'm not perfect. I think you you and I are good enough friends to realize, okay, you know, I I have Christ, but I'm not Christ myself. Uh, Christ, not, not exactly perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No. Thank you. So, so by default, You're welcome. if I win, you know, just to make sure that clarifies that record for everybody out there in the listening audience, we, we're on the same journey as you. Um, so, it, so by default, if I tried to come into heaven on my own merit, then... Mm. By default, from what I've already lived in the past, I won't make it because I then would no longer heaven would no longer be perfect because if right. he let me in, I'm imperfect. So so God shows that way only way that we can be like him is in perfection. And the way that we discover that is the law reveals that we're imperfect. And, and so that's the why the God uses this amazing law to show us the problem of sin. And so that's his leadership. Yeah. Yeah, because we wouldn't really know that we needed a savior if we didn't realize we needed to be saved in the in the first place. Yeah, and that really connects to to my story. Then, Mark is how I, you know, I'm born to very godly parents. I'm a PPK. I like to joke there, but I'm a Presbyterian pastor's kid. Oh man, that's the worst kind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, God, I don't know if that's true. Well, no, no. If God <laughs> can save me, he can save anybody. I mean, that's what. I <laughs> or, or, or Presbyterians like the joke that we're the frozen and chosen uh, because, you, you know, they, the, the, uh, the idea that uh, the Presbyterians believe in the sovereignty and everything else of God and that God still chooses them, but they're frozen because they're not hot for God. So anyway, that's a long story. I won't diverse that. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, David, that I'm an MK, right? You know what an MK is? Um, usually it's missionary kid, but wait. Oh, oh! I'm a mechanics kid. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're we're a whole nother breed. Yeah, exactly. We we'll have to get that another story there. Okay. So so anyway, um, I grew up with godly mom and dad, uh, really great foundation, and I've never, you know, by God's grace, stayed away from rebellion and bad, you know, bad sins and alcoholism and you know all this stuff. Um, but and I was very zealous for God. And so I had a season that I thought God kind of liked me because I did it his way. So um, I see the times coming up. So, Mark, do you think we should pick this up after the break? And I'll tell you this story. Yeah, well, 
when we pick up, when we get back from the break, we'll pick it up right there and we'll talk about uh, the need for grace, the need for Christ, and how leaders can, can leverage the law in the very best way to help people see their need for Jesus and help them come to know God's grace. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. And David, you were sharing with us a little bit about your testimony, about how your introduction to the law, or what we sometimes refer to as the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, how your introduction to that really helped you understand your need for God's grace. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I was just talking about how in my life I avoided all the, you know, the bad, quote unquote, immoral sins, sexual immorality, drunkenness, and drugs, and all those things, because sure. my parents gave me a good path. Um, and so, you know, I, I really felt in my heart emotionally, even though I knew the gospel, that I felt like, well, God must kind of like me, because you know, I did it his way. And so the Lord opened up my heart by by seeing into the light of the law, how I had pride. And I, you know, and that God at one point showed me I was eating from the tree of knowledge, of good and evil. I was eating that the knowledge of good, you know, good theology, good Bible verses, everything else. Uh, you know, going to church, involved in Christian ministry and judging those who were eating the bad fruit, all this, you know, all the immorality out there. Uh, and those who are, were not putting God first. And so um, God showed me that that, even though I was eating the good fruit, it's all the tree itself is the tree of rebellion. And that I had rebellion in my heart and the memory and the consequences as death. And so God showed me that how he opposes the proud because grace to the humble and how I was full of pride. And that scared me, uh, Mark, for that season I went through. And so what God was doing to me is he was showing me his law. So that I had to have a rediscovery of what grace was, what uh, it was to have the exchange life in Christ. And, and so the law taught me what really the, this, the atonement, the sacrifice of Christ did. Um, yeah, so, so that's, that's why probably in many ways for our training— uh, with uh, SOM International as our flagship story is Genesis 3, the fall of Adam and Eve. And one of the things, first things we do when we share that story of Adam and Eve, you know, eating the tree of knowledge of good and evil, we'll ask people, how many commands did the Lord give to Adam and Eve? Well, he really only gave them one. I mean, <laughs> forbid one thing. Yeah. And with only one rule, much less somewhere between you know 630 and 700 or so rules they they were having a hard time keeping that one <laughs> yeah. rule yeah yeah well you're role playing with me now so we'll keep on going yeah so just one say to of course it connected to that now they broken one rule and, and ultimately kicked out so God had only given one command uh before and, and you think about mark before eating the fruit how many decisions did Adam and Eve have to make of what was good and evil well they pretty much just had to decide about the one fruit. I mean, there, there weren't a lot of yeah. decisions there. Yeah. I mean, 
<laughs> no, pretty simple, a lot less stress, right? But after disobeying, how many decisions would Adam and Eve had to make every day about good and evil? What is right? What is wrong? Good, evil? Uh, I mean, it, it's almost unlimited. You know, David, I heard a story yeah. that a, uh, a cop okay. said the other day. He said that if he follows somebody for four minutes, no matter how good of a driver they are, he can discover a way in four minutes with any driver he follows, he can discover some way they broke the law. Ouch. Four minutes. So that means that when I'm driving, uh, according to my police officer contact, whatever, every four minutes, at least I'm breaking the law. <laughs> wow. You know, and if that's before human law, how much before, before divine law that God sees everything we do and our thoughts? Oh, that's, oh my we, we're not even going to make seconds. <laughs> plus, plus the things that we are sins by omission, things we should have oh, done that we I didn't know, do. I, I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's like, do I live a moment without yeah. living in some form of sin? I think that's the point yeah. though, isn't it, David, that God wants us to see that even like, as you are the PPK, the pastor's kid, the one who, you know, yeah, yeah. doesn't feel the need of God's grace until they see the law, or maybe a guy like me, the mechanics kid that, yeah, yeah, yeah use a little grace. Uh, <laughs> It doesn't matter where where you are. We, well, we all no. understand that the law undoes our pride, right? The law reveals that apart from Christ, apart from God, there is no holy. That we 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 lose His character. We lose His His love, His light, and so the result of giving us the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is what we we like to look at and interact with people. Is that God gives us choice though because before you know you think about mark before they had um you know they were going to die right mark we look you know in the scripture right even the animals didn't die they were given green plants and fruits and vegetables kind of thing so they weren't going to die so adam and eve had never seen death and um and, and so they wouldn't have died uh you know but how did they ever choose away from god they didn't have a there wasn't a choice and tell because the only because the tree of life the tree of knowledge of good and evil the only difference it made in the garden right now is the choice because they were already going to live forever. So God now uh, gave the choice, showing us now something about being in relationship with him. Being truly holy is it is ultimately a choice. It's the first, one of the first gifts God gives to us. Um, and, and so so this is what's wild. What I, I think a lot of people don't see in leaders sometimes. The law actually is given out of God's love. Right, right. Because it allows choice, which ultimately sets up for his grace. Leaders, think about as you're working with people, you uh, you you give the law as to help them people to understand their choices. So they work with that choice and then themselves develop better discernment. We'll flush this out. We're going to have probably part two and part three, Mark, right? We're, we're figuring out this as we go. But um, yeah, that's today's little kudo. So we're going to wrap up our time for today, and there's a couple of things we want to encourage you to do. First off, if you want to be part of the Global Ambassador Training with SOM International, you're going to want to visit their website. That's spiritofmartyrdom.com. And there, the Global Ambassador Training is a great tool where you can get resources and tools and training and encouragement to be a, a leader who supports those inside the church at risk. This is a ministry that is funded by those who listen to us. And so we like to say that we're crowdfunded 
funded. And because of that, we're kept on the air because of your donations. And we also use your donations, your contributions to support those who are risking much for Jesus. We want to lastly encourage you to subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast and we will be releasing a podcast just about every week and you can be kept up to date in what's happening with those who are risking much for Jesus all over the world. My name is Mark Stafford and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.